Good morning and welcome to 10 Minutes to Change Your Mind. I want to welcome all our returning listeners and a special uh, shout out to all new listeners. My name is Carl Schilling and I'm your host and facilitator in what is this uh, journey to maximize the power of your creative mind. Now this morning we're going to continue along on session four from Earl Nightingale's phenomenal Lead the Field self-development program and um, we will uh, hear some some things that Earl said himself here just shortly. But before we get started, in his book, The Referral of a Lifetime, Tim Templeton tells us everyone knows 250 people. So I want to challenge you to share 10 minutes to change your mind with everyone you know. Just tell them. They can find us on Spotify, Anchor, Google. Um, they can find us out on Amazon uh, Music. They can find us um, on Apple. Um, many, many platforms, almost all the platforms where you can find podcasts. So we can be, uh, we can be pretty well easily found. Now you're going to be helping me with the mission of bringing the power of the creative mind to everyone. Literally, we can change our society and change our world around us by helping people recognize this power. So, uh, as we get move forward on, uh, the miracle of your mind, uh, let's take a peek again and let's, uh, let's step into what Earl had been saying himself. Hopefully you're listening to your uh, your sessions. Uh, you're listening to them two, three times a day, every day, and uh, starting to imprint this in your mind. Okay. Uh, if everything you have is a result of using just five or ten percent of your mind, consider for a moment what it will mean to you and your family if you can increase this percentage. This program will show you how to use infinitely more of your mental powers, how to develop some of that ninety percent virgin territory. Now, none of us, as a rule, has the slightest notion of the real capabilities of his or her mind. But believe me when I say that your mind can be, paired, can be compared to an undiscovered gold mine. And it makes no difference whether you're 17 or 70. Look at it this way. Your goal is in the future, and your problem is to bridge the gap that exists between where you are now and the goal you intend to reach. This is the problem to solve. Robert Seashore, who was chairman of the Department of Psychology at Northwestern University, pointed out that successful people are not people without problems. They're simply people who've learned to solve their problems. And there you have it. Living successfully, getting the things we want from life is a matter of solving the problems that stand between where we are now and the point we, we wish to reach. No one is without problems. Problems are a part of living. But let me show you how much time we waste in worrying about the wrong problems. Here's a reliable estimate of the things people worry about. Things that never happen, 40%. Things over and past that can't be changed by all the worry in the world, 30%. Needless worries about our health, 12%. Petty miscellaneous worries, 10%. Real, legitimate worries, 8%. In short, 92% of the average person's worries take up valuable time, cause painful stress, and even mental anguish. And all are absolutely unnecessary. Of the real, legitimate worries, there are two kinds. There are the problems we can solve, and there are the problems beyond our ability to personally solve. But most of our real problems usually fall into the first group the ones we can solve, if we learn how. There must be millions of people today who feel they're being barred from the life they want because they look upon problems 
not as challenges to be met, but as wide chasms beyond their ability to bridge. A little research proves that successful people have the same kinds of problems other people have. One of the very real benefits of working with a psychologist or psychiatrist comes from learning that we are hundreds of thousands, perhaps millions of other people with problems identical to our own. So the whole thing boils down to the matter, not of problems, which are common to us all, but the ability to solve them. Now, I'm going to assume that you've decided on a goal. Remember, you'll become and you will achieve what you think about. That is, if you stay with it, you will reach your goal. But how? Here's where your mind comes into play. What is your mind, really? Perhaps the best way to describe it is to quote Pulitzer Prize-winning playwright Archibald MacLeish. In his play, The Secret of Freedom, a character says the only thing about a man that is a man is his mind. Everything else can be found in a pig or a horse. Now, that's uncomfortably true. The human mind is one of the things that separates us from the rest of the creatures on the earth. Everything that means anything to us comes through our minds, our love of our families, our beliefs, all of our talents, our knowledge, abilities, everything is reflected through our minds. Anything that comes to us in the future will almost certainly come to us as a result of the extent to which we use our minds. And yet it is the last place on earth the average person will turn for help. So it is so it, it, we, we have this mind free and clear, and yet so many don't realize how to use it. And it's not because they they are intentionally not using it. In some cases, yeah, most people, they don't want to think. They, they find it to be the most painful thing in life. But for the most part, people start in a, in a, in a uh, position of unaware. And when you're unaware, you don't know what you don't know. And if you don't know it, there's no way you're ever going to even be aware that it exists because you just don't know it. Now, then you move into aware where you now become aware, like through this program that we're going through now, you become aware of all the principles of your mind. Now, you can't avoid that. You can't ignore that. You're no longer unaware. You are now aware. Now, it's awareness that means you are going to take advantage and take the steps and do what you need to do with that you've become aware of. So I can't force you into awareness. Only you can. But you're at the point now where you can no longer ignore or avoid what we've discussed here. You can't claim unawareness. You now know that the creative mind has the ability to give you everything you could possibly want in life. Yes, there are things you need to do to accomplish it. There's acts you need to take. There's uh, things you need to work on to start to start to use your mind properly, but you're aware now. You are aware. So what you do with it from here on in is your responsibility and accountability because I can do no more than to help you become aware. Now, I've done my job in that sense, and I'm going to continue to do that job every single day to reinforce and make you more and more and more aware of how this power can be used for your own benefit and your own wellness, your health, your relationships, not just about money. It's not just about success. Everything in the world is not uh, responded to financial needs. 
don't get me wrong. Unfortunately, most of the time, the financial needs that you have sit in the right in front of you and, and, and cause consistent worry and fear and doubt. Yes, but there's other things that are important. The family, the relationships, the love you share with others, your own personal health and well-being. Those things are all vitally important to you as a growing, continuing human being. But it all stems from the proper use and abilities of your own mind. There can be no denying that. People get frustrated and they, 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 they recognize that I'm in a horrible scenario. I got this terrible scenario, this situation. It's, it's horrible. Understood. But the accountability comes that, quite frankly, somehow, somehow, you've allowed your conscious, uh, subconscious to move into your conscious and you created whatever misery or whatever it is around you that you're not happy about, you created it. And you can uncreate it and create the new, vital, wonderful thing that you want to have in life. You can't snap your fingers and make it happen. No, it takes time. It takes effort. You got to plant the seeds. You got to water the seeds. You got to nurture the thoughts. You got to hold the thoughts. You got to take the proper actions. But it can all be done and accomplished when you just take that first step forward. Set your goals, take the step forward, create your vision. So today, once again, go on out there, use your mind properly, see how the changes reflect in your life, and let's get going on creating the masterful, wonderful life that you truly want to have. Have a great day, and I'll be speaking with you again tomorrow. Hey, everyone. Carl Schilling here again with you. Listen, I wanted to briefly tell you a little bit about my, my work over the years and why I have found it so important that this part of your creative mind is so important to your financial life. I worked in the financial services industry for over 44 years now and learned quite a bit uh, about how people can create financial independence, why they do and why they don't. And I wrote a book called The Middle Class Millionaire Plan, which you can find on um, uh, www.theadvocacynet.com. Theadvocacynet.com. Download the book. It's totally free. And I found uh, methodologies and strategies that I've worked with hundreds and hundreds, if not thousands of clients to date on helping the middle class become financially independent. So this work that I do with the creative mind blends right over into the work I do with people to help them reach financial independence. And I'd love to work with you as well. So get the book, read the book, and let's talk.